Okay, hello and welcome to uh, the new episode of Dead IT Show. In today's episode, we are going to dive into the world of Apple's mobile computer offerings. Basically, we're going to talk about MacBook Air and MacBook Pro and their respective product lines. And as enticing as the, these laptops are, navigating through their expanding and expansive and uh, numerous models and options can leave even the savviest buyers completely confused and perplexed. Uh, join us uh, as we try to unravel the confusing array of choices from CPU options to GPU options to SSDs to ports to screen sizes, different models, etc. And at the end of the episode, we are definitely not, and we st stress that, not going to be able to help you or shed the light on the most suitable MacBook for your needs because it's basically impossible to do so. So get ready not to demystify all of the available models. That's going to be our fun topic of the day and make an informed decision uh, in this jungle of MacBook options. Welcome to That IT Show where talk meets tech and vice versa. Let's roll the intro. Okay. So is this the part where I say hello? Yes, of course. Okay, so hello everybody. Uh, why Apple and why laptops? Because I'm going to start with the uh, dysfunctional question in the start, and I'm going to say you're still going down the Minix route. Yes. So, what uh, my opinion, and completely honest opinion, looking at all the tables and on the listings of all everything that Apple has done, I think that right now MacBook Air M1 base model. That's it. That's your advice. Yes, just because you go, go with it because it's... You mean for a general user? Yes, because it has an included keyboard and mouse, unless uh, and some, others, some <laughs> other... Uh, Very bad accident happens. Yeah, no, no, so some other some of the models that are uh, multiple tens of thousands of dollars and do not include the keyboard. Oh, new Mac Pro. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't need the $400 uh, wheels. Or a stand. Or a stand. Uh, it looks nice. It has the probably right now the most uh, price performance uh, ratio uh, CPU on the market. So the probably the best price performance ratio CPU mm -hmm. on the market. And at the same time, uh, I think that for most of the things that people do, even including uh, doing things in Photoshop, doing things in the different applications, M1 chip is more than enough to uh, fulfill the need, even when using the eight gigabytes of RAM uh, that it has. So I honestly don't see the reasoning behind the uh, rest of the line even existing. Okay, so that was your intro. Now come, here comes mine. As I'm sure you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I uh, made a purchase decision and I bought a Mac mini M2. Okay. Basically, uh, uh, using the very same scenario that you just mentioned, I just took the base model because what I needed it to do is to be a back comp uh, computer for my online lectures and to be kind of an always-on computer that doesn't consume a whole lot of power, so it doesn't produce huge electricity bills. 
uh, because of the uh, very weird setup that I have at home for video and audio, which uh, includes multiple sound cards and whatnot. And some of those things need to be powered on constantly. And for that purpose, basically, it's, it's the best computer that I can use. That's the first reason. The second reason it is very, very, very cheap, or it was very cheap. I ordered it from Amazon.com, uh, .de, sorry. And I also ordered a stand for it so that I can uh, screw it under the desk so it doesn't consume a lot of space, which is the, the uh, advantage of Mac Mini as well. So using the same algorithm that you mentioned, I bought myself a new, basically like a desktop computer yes. in a sense. But my reasoning for offering this topic for an episode is super obvious after the uh, Apple's conference that happened uh, a couple of days ago or a week ago or so, uh, when they introduced the new MacBook Air 15 inch. I think that this is probably the most confusing time ever in the history of Apple to try and buy a laptop. And I think uh, actually uh, a lot of people do not really see that for what it is because most people just click on some of the pictures that are on uh, Apple's website, which we're going to show as well. And actually when you're trying to accommodate different needs, so I'm not talking about your scenario, so I'm talking one minus that, everything else, then it becomes literally impossible because they're like... Uh, five models of MacBook Air, and then there are like eight or nine models of MacBook Pro. And then practically all of them have subversions with different memory sizes. And on top of it, of course, SSD sizes. And the only thing from that that really makes kind of sense, having in mind that unified memory is what it is, is having different models in terms of capacity. Although I'm, I'm and you can freely shoot me down on this, I'm starting to to be very annoyed uh, at the fact that somebody offers 256 gigabyte lap, uh, SSDs on laptops. I think that that's way too small of a capacity for anybody nowadays. They sh uh, most most of those should start at least at 512. And I'm hoping I'm hoping that next generations are put that marker at a terabyte, like to to start with. That being said, the confusion with memory sizes and how they relate to performance and how that, how that influences your work. And then on top of it, you have the, the question of ports and everything else. It's just, it's an infinite matrix of different options and uh, possibilities which no sane person, an average normal user can go to unless he or she uses an enormous amount of time and reads hundreds of articles and even then. Okay, let's start with the memory. I understand the memory problem because the this is probably the first time when most of the uh, consumers are faced with the uh, reality of not being able to upgrade the computer at all. Because unified memory cannot be upgraded by any normal means. Uh, of course, there are a, a couple of uh, questionably uh, uh, helpful per uh, people out there who say that uh, reballing and uh, resoldering all the, all the memory on is a normal way of upgrading, but let's completely okay, ignore those. Okay, yes, to do it. Yes, it, it, it is technically possible, but it requires special equipment and it, it requires you to basically break down your uh, computer and then try to turn it back on. Yeah, but, and uh, void warranty. Uh, void, yes. not only the warranty, but uh, every sane thing that you have. Mm -hmm. But um, 
what I don't understand, looking at the uh, different design options and different options for the uh, Max. First, Air and uh, Pro almost make no sense in differences between the models. Agreed. That's one of the biggest complaints. Yes. So, that I so, have. so I don't see if you have a, a Air 15-inch uh, Air mm -hmm. or 16-inch Air. So you have 15 inch air. There is no 16 inch air. Yes, but if you take a look at the uh, at the uh, table, mm -hmm. uh, you can see that there is 13 inch air, there is a 13 inch pro. The difference between M2 and M2 is none. Mm -hmm. So you have a little a, bit more thermal envelope, but still completely non-existent. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same chip. It has yeah. the same amount of memory. The only uh, difference is probably the ports. Correct, uh, but the, those ports are uh, a small difference bec between uh, uh, because uh, Pro is not that it contains uh, uh, hundreds of ports; it's basically a couple of ports more. Uh, you have a so you have a 13-inch uh, Air, you have a 13-inch Pro, you have a 14-inch Pro, you have a 15-inch Air, 15-inch 16-inch uh, Pro, and that's it. So basically, they are staggering the uh, screen sizes. They're using almost the same chips, so the configuration is almost the same. This looks okay. like a like a, a very bad game of Jenga or something. Yes, but the, my, my problem is not with this. My problem is that uh, this looks like somebody just decided to do what they were used to, so create different platforms and then uh, put different chips in, in, in them, but they didn't have the too many flavors of the chips. So they had to use M2, M2 Pro, M2 Max, that's it because they don't have any more chips. Mm -hmm. So they cannot uh, make like they did, use Intel's seven different chips, uh, use, uh, I don't know, 10 or 12 uh, different uh, amounts of memory. They're and just- upgradable memory when it used to be in the past. So, so, so this created a huge amount of, uh, so a huge number of different combinations for the yeah, um, configurations. But then you, you got the base model, you reconfigured it, that was it. Now. Each of, each of them is a single model because it cannot be upgraded and changed. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make sense uh, even to think about the Pro model from my perspective. Because from what I see, I wouldn't buy a 15-inch Air because it doesn't make sense. It's a computer that is too slow for, my, uh, for what it offers. And at the same time, 15 inches is too big. So I'm buying a machine that is slower and has a huge screen, instead of buying a machine that actually makes sense uh, having a huge screen. And at the same time, 13 inch uh, MacBook Pro for the, basically for the, with the same configuration as the not, MacBook not, Air. Not that, uh, that long ago, they used to have MacBook just without the Pro and without the Air as yes. well in that space, which was hell of a lot more confusing as well. Yeah, so, but this is one thing. And the other thing is that they are, for some reason or the other, not trying to uh, get out of their way to uh, note to people that uh, Intel Macs also exist. So there are also configurations that are Intel-based that are on sale on the Apple site. You can still buy them, and it's an old platform, so they're moving away from it. Uh, actually, I've checked their website and the amount of Intel-based models that are still on sale, at least from Apple. Yes. The website is almost non-existent now, but there are... Yes, there are a couple. lot of them in the channel still. Yes, yeah, yes, but the problem is that uh, people still buy them, so you that's can not get... the problem. That's okay. 
That's okay from the Apple standpoint, but uh, I wouldn't buy if I had an uh, Intel-based uh, uh, Intel-based uh, Apple PC or uh, Apple Apple computer, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, M1 or ARM-based uh, PC. I wouldn't buy an uh, Intel PC. Are we going back to the ARM episode? No, it's just it's just a simple fact of life. Uh, Intel PC, Intel uh, Apple, Intel Apples are right now more expensive than uh, ARM-based uh, PCs that are quicker. Uh, you actually bring an excellent uh, point, and I want uh, kind of like wanted to circle back to that later. But now, we, now that you mentioned it, there is a third reason why I bought the base model M2, although uh, the Mac Mini. Yes. Although Mac Mini M1 is still an offer, you can buy it. Uh, the M2 version was cheaper. Okay, I got the M1 a year ago or a year and a half ago, and I think it's the most amazing uh, small PC that you can buy. Uh, even uh, taking into account that uh, here in Croatia, the, uh, the money that the local dealer for the Apple uh, computers is... Uh, uh, out of touch with reality? It's is completely out of touch with reality and they are basically getting 20% or 30% uh, up from the price that would be a normal price. But it's a, probably one of the bet best PCs that they uh, ever had. It's not a PC. It's a personal computer, sorry. <laughs> so I'm just going to, I'm going to <laughs> say... to do that. Yes, but uh, what Apple said when they were in introducing the Macs, they mm -hmm. said that this is your own personal computer. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to stick with it. Be different and use Are your personal computer. Are we talking about the super old commercial? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I love no, that. No, no, nobody denied that they, they changed the idea of the personal computer. So it is supposed to be personal. But my biggest problem is the first, okay, the cheapest. Okay, now let's talk about Vision Pro okay. for, 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 for a second. Why? Because right now, Vision Pro is uh, on price, is priced as the most expensive, expensive MacBook, MacBook uh, available, in the, uh, 16, yeah, yeah, available in the market. Yeah. So suddenly we have a pricing that is not so far off. Uh, these are the prices that uh, in a normal country and in a, on a normal market, you can buy a lot of different uh, computers for. Mm -hmm. uh, what? 3499, by the way. Yes, three, three, four, nine, nine for a base model. Yes, um, we are going to see. But okay, I, I get it. Vision Pro is uh, more or less this MacBook Pro with two four K screens that are small, and right because it it is. It's you an don't M2. consider that to be a niche product. It's an M two chip. It has an Air one sensor real time chip. It has two two K screens. It is a niche product. It is not going to sell well. It is going to sell in in, in thousands. And the reason, biggest reason is going to be that they are not going to be able to produce uh, as many as they want to. And the price is going to be too high. Uh, it is too high. Yes, but I think that the idea for the price being too high is that they don't want to sell too many of them. Why? To keep Th the niche? No, uh, to uh, create uh, better testers out of the users. They want only, only the most uh, driven, stubborn, uh, stubborn uh, Apple faithful users, faithful fanboys, uh, fanboys to, okay, buy the, 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 to buy the AR. And then they're going to offer down the road, probably for, I would call it a uh, $1,500 uh, device. It's going to still be too expensive, mm -hmm. but it is not going to be as expensive as Pro. And then you're going to get um, a light version of the Pro. And this is going to be the actual consumer device. Now that you've started that discussion, and in no way I wanted to talk about this, but now that you jumped the but, gun. But I consider it another uh, another MacBook. Uh, Ma Pro. MacBook. You're crazy. Okay. Um, 
Here's the question for you. What do you really think about that product? I like it. I like it as a... For what? A technology preview. It's just a technology preview. I like the so, idea so of... So you like it as a, as a small child? Not as, only as, as a, a small child. Uh, I saw a couple of years ago, uh, I was uh, at... Uh, it, it was some some, some sort of uh, fair, whatever, whatever it was. So basically a showcase. And I saw a device that was uh, by... I think, okay, let's not name, not name names. I think that they know who, who it was from, but I don't care. It was a coffee making machine. And the idea of the oh, coffee, coffee making machine was that you could uh, use your uh, iPad or your iPhone mm -hmm. and you could create your own coffee, but not create the, uh, what everybody would consider normal, so a taste of the coffee. Mm -hmm. You could create your coffee uh, visually. So you could create how much uh, of uh, black coffee do you have in the, uh, on the uh, bottom, how much of the frothed milk you have in the, on the top, and how long is your shot. Sounds like a perfect thing for you. Uh, okay, but I like the taste of coffee. Mm -hmm. I don't care how it looks like, as long as uh, is it good. It, it is good. The exact thing I think this is, is uh, applies to the Vision Pro. I think that it is intended to look good. It is intended to be a nice technology preview that is going to uh, show people what can be done, and then it is going to fail miserably in the first uh, iteration, and then it, it will become unavailable. Mm -hmm. The same uh, way the Google Glass did. And then people are going to get uh, an option of buying a light version that is going to be much more affordable, but without some options. Because right now I think that Apple doesn't know which options to leave out. Okay, but my question actually went in the other direction. I'm happy for you to answer in, in this way, but let's try to approach the topic from a completely different perspective. What would you use it for? What is the purpose of that product? That's what I'm, uh, that's the answer that I'm after for you. I don't think that this product has a, uh, any purpose from the user's perspective. I think that the purpose of this product is the same purpose as the limited edition Ferraris do. So to... Uh, limited edition Ferraris are useful. For what? For driving on track. Okay, but they are there simply to drive the uh, sales of other Ferraris that are more affordable. Because no, not normal person person cannot get their hands on uh, limited edition Ferraris, and mm -hmm. they don't try to, but they want to be part of this uh, thing. So Apple is created right now is creating a demo product that is going to be uh, immensely uh, nice, uh, nice materials. Uh, you're going to look like a dork when you're using it. Yes. You are going to be inside your environment, and nobody is going to pay any attention to you. People are going to lo love behind the back, but then. People are going to see what is possible, and then they're going to choose which of the things they did wrong, what of the uh, technology that they employed makes sense, which don't, and then they're going to create a second product that is going to be actually making sense and uh, be available for the general market. Do you do know that you are very good at avoiding the answer to a question that I asked? Uh, I'm not avoiding the answer. I don't have the answer. I no, don't that's care. much better. No, I, 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 as a user, mm -hmm. I completely don't care about the device. Because it is not intended. In a million to years, you wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't buy it. Okay, I agree. Because I drive a smart car. I know. Uh, this this device is five times more expensive than my car. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, I'm not. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Which I, only tells the story of the state of your car. But okay, but my but my car is right now uh, 21 years old. He's uh, complete. He. 
he, he or him or, or them, it, yeah, it, <laughs> them. <laughs> them, them, uh, them, them are completely uh, able to uh, buy uh, booze in the uh, in the estates. So I'm completely fine with my new car. Disclaimer: Yasmin doesn't have such a small salary that he couldn't afford a new car. It's not that. We are not talking about salaries. Yes, it's it's mental principle. Mental principle. But yes. My my wider question about this, and I think we, it would be good if we discussed this. This actually relates to an episode that we did. Um, earlier uh, in our history, in a sense, if there's such a thing as our history, which was related to mental health and mobile devices and whatnot. How in the hell is uh, AR as an idea of, uh, you, you called it dorks walking around, people uh, looking at you funny and uh, talking about, about you behind your back. How is that going to help anything? It is interesting that we, we switched from uh, Apple products to mental health uh, yeah. in, in the same episode. It, it's just, it, I'm just, I'm just stating it. Uh, it's, it's, it's not you. It's yeah, them. I know. I'm, 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 I'm playing you. <laughs> okay. But uh, I think that the most, the saddest thing in the entire uh, Vision Pro presentation, if you, took, uh, if you saw it, was the, was the father uh, looking at his kids through the VR heads, uh, AR headset and then trying to play with them. And you had, I, I, let me try to guess, you had, a, in a sense, it was fun, but in a sense, it was sad. No, no, no. It didn't look uh, fine to me at all because everybody was looking. No, not at, fine, fun. No, 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 no. It I, wasn't I, fun at all. It, it wasn't fun okay. at all. Even worse. Because okay. I, I think that uh, the idea of having a person uh, using the AR while playing with his kids, uh, his wife didn't have the AR. The kids didn't have the AR. Okay. He was the only one wearing the AR, and then he was what doing something, playing. What right. what, what, what was the purpose of it? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, and, and I'm that, not going to follow the train of thought. I I could say something that's so, stupid. So, so but but what in your right mind can you do while trying to play with the kids? Read emails, listen to podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, taking a look at the latest uh, business report. Yeah, that's awesome. So. <laughs> I have, I have, this was the saddest part of the presentation, but all the other things, people look like they don't belong there. The idea of, they look like extracted from another reality, inserted into our reality, in a sense. That, that's what, that was my. Okay. But they just, I, I, um, I would, I would go with even, even worse thing. I would just say that they look like they were taken from our reality and they don't belong there anymore. This is the first thing. And the other thing is that. Uh, the avatar in uh, FaceTime uh, thing. You don't Are have. Are we a... really talking about that? <laughs> I, 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 I need to talk about this because uh, I'm trying to wrap my hand around, uh, head around it uh, since I, since I saw it. So basically, you don't have a camera that is able to uh, grab your uh, face or be able to film you. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you use the device to create a 3D model of you. Mm -hmm. Then you render it as an avatar, and then you use the sensors inside your uh, Vision Pro to add emotions to this avatar. Okay, sounds apocalyptically stupid. Yes. On top of being apocalyptic, in a sense. I think it's the same thing as if uh, you insisted on, since your phone is on your uh, ear, not in front of you, uh, on rendering an avatar because nobody can see you because your uh, camera is pointing into the uh, ear. Why don't they do it in the, on the phone? Why would you do it on the AR uh, uh, device just because 
it is too close to you. Your phone is also too close to you. If I want to use a FaceTime, I'm going to point the camera at me so people can see me. Why insist on the avatar? I think I know what we're going to add to this episode. You're going to see it when I do a little bit of video editing. You're going to have, have a laugh. Okay. But yeah, let's... How so about let's, if we detour back to the original topic? So let's talk about things that are more... Uh, that are less expensive than the Vision Pro. No, no. Yes. In a, except for the last model, yeah. Which uh, one? All, all the models here are... Uh, one, one is the, the same price yes, as the Vision Pro. But, exactly but that's what it. I said. Actually... Um, I have a very, very long history of using uh, Mac laptops. So even in the days when we, were, when I started working at the computer magazine, one of the first things that I made my father buy to me for there, there was a reason. It wasn't just a spoiled brat thing. It was for uh, production of the of the magazine. Actually, was a uh, the old version of of a MacBook, uh, which was. Power G5, some something like that, you know, those old ones, way back in the day, because I needed for Quark Express. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, after that, I bought the first model that had the replaceable batteries. Uh, it wasn't necessarily the first gen of the model, but uh, I, I bought that one and I had it for years, six, seven, eight years. One of the things that I always admired from my perspective. This might not fit with everyone's experiences, but my experience of Apple's batteries, it was always excellent. Probably they have the best batteries on, on the market. That's my impression, but never mind that. Currently, I have four of them. Four MacBooks for, for different things. One of them we use for podcasts. I have uh, the old and the new one uh, for audio production because I'm switching from the old to a new one. I have one on the side for some um, let's say, uh, all the stuff that I do online a long time ago, and we had a discussion about this, I kind of learned the hard way that it is impossible to have a computer that can do every, every, every single thing that you or my, I need. It's impossible to have it in one, in one device, especially if you are a little bit more demanding. And for the past year or so, I've been constantly, you know, looking into the direction of uh, MacBook Pros, primary reason why they didn't buy one was because they're so darn expensive, especially here. Although that wouldn't stop me from ordering them from uh, the uh, Deutsche Amazon, uh, as they are way cheaper uh, there than what they are locally. But even from my perspective of a pretty informed user of Apple products, I have a gazillion of their products. When I opened their webpage and started scrolling and started to try to decide which model to take, I was like, you have to be freaking kidding me. I think that you have a problem the same as me. And uh, I think that your problem is that you are more or less used to uh, Intel's architecture, more or less used to Intel's way of naming things. And I think that back in your mind, you have no uh, feeling on what M1, M2, M2 Pro, M1 Pro and so on mean. So because I understand their architecture perfectly well. Yes, but back in your mind, if when somebody says that uh, this uh, laptop is, I don't know, comparable to 12700 uh, uh, Intel, you know what it means. Mm -hmm. If I say to you that this is M2 Pro compared... So force of habit and no point of reference. Yes. Kind of like that. Yes. Hmm. So so I think that you are using, you are using your uh, brain in such a way that you expect that you're going to be able to quickly 
when seeing the model, you're going to quickly uh, know that this one is quicker than this one. This is more uh, geared towards a normal user. This is more geared towards... You do uh, realize that most people still th think in that way. Which is no difference. No, no, no. Everybody does. Mm -hmm. But you don't have a point of reference uh, based on your experience because your experience went away with the M chips. Because, not because you don't... one of the reasons why I bought Mac Mini. Yes, so you don't have the experience with the uh, ARM chips on the on normal desktop PCs. Mm -hmm. Neither do I. Mm -hmm. So it requires much more time for you and me to understand what are we getting for our money. So uh, what you're saying we is that we need to start benchmarking things. We need to recalibrate our brains to be able to understand what is happening. This is actually a very good idea. Yes, and, and this is this is normal. Uh, this is going to be even more complex when uh, Intel comes with the uh, x86s uh, S. S, because it is going to throw another wrench into the, uh, into the wheels of uh, progress. And we are going to have three different uh, architectures that are not going to be compatible to each other. And they are going to be comparable only by benchmarking different uh, applications. So some of the uh, uh, Mac is going the line of uh, along the line of uh, creating a device that is going to be more geared towards either a normal user mm -hmm. or production, and it is not going to become uh, a general-purpose computer that we expect it to be, because we are expecting when we are buying a computer, we are expecting general-purpose computer right now. I'm not sure that you're correct in that because uh, one of the big th takeaways from their conference was that they are really putting an emphasis into gaming, which is much more in line with what we what you're just discussing. What gaming? Yeah, I know, I know, but, okay, but, but it's okay. a separate episode to but, do. But okay, still. okay, okay. They have a huge they have a huge uh, growth there because growing from the couple of games that they're uh, to hundred is a lot. Two hundred is a lot yeah. right now because but, they said they're going to have roughly hundred games ready soon. Amazing. This is probably uh, less than what gets released. Mr. Sarcastic. On Mr. Yes, but this is what the, is probably less than what gets released each and every day on Steam. But okay, let's 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 call it let's, let's call it hundred games is fine. Yeah. But uh, if okay. you take a look at the configurations, I'm looking uh, looking at your table uh, configurations. Uh, basically, the thing that I'm looking at is our Mac, um, uh, MacBook Pros. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at the number of uh, GPU cores, not the CPU cores. Mm -hmm. You can see that they vary from 19 to 38. So from 10, you mean? Oh, from no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at MacBook Pros with, uh, uh, with Pro, 12, with 12 Pro chip. With Pro chip. Okay. So I'm looking at uh, Max or Pro. So 12 uh, CPU cores, and then either from uh, either 19 to uh, 38 uh, GPU cores. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this is intended for people who are doing uh, different things on different applications that require GPUs. Okay, and this is the only, stuff, and this yeah. is the only, this is the only thing that is actually uh, interesting because they cannot change graphic cards; they can just up the uh, up the number of uh, GPU cores. Actually, that's a very, uh, very good. Um, you noticed this well, and I had the same discussion in my head about this, but I want to interject with something which is a curveball completely to our discussion: the new Mac Pro that they introduced your favorite device that costs tens of thousands of dollars yes it has loads of pci express slots for what exactly what i uh, what i wanted to discuss in one of the future episodes and we're going to do that i think that they are going to go to, to, towards the route of actually having pci express uh, expandability with the graphic cards and whatnot and create drivers for that but they even um, okay but they back, didn't say back, that, but back you probably days. noticed. Uh, you know? Do you remember the Pro, uh, the Earn? So the black, the black, uh, 
the vessel or how how it is called. So the 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 one that was designed with as, as a black uh, round uh, round mm-hmm. uh, case. Trashcan. Uh, tra- trashcan. Yeah, I, I call it the urn. Yeah, it's it's uh, mostly referred to as trashcan. Okay, so so it's a trashcan. Uh, anyways, it was also completely capable to be uh, expanded. Two PCI Express slots, if I remember yes. correctly. Yes. Yeah. And, and Thunderbolts. It, you could buy, I think it was the total of two different cars for it. Yeah. Because all the other cars wouldn't fit in because of the coolers and the, the size of the car and so on. Yes, because they were installed like this. So when Apple says that something is expandable and uh, inter- inter- uh, introduces PCI Express ports, I say, so what? Let me see what is it uh, is expandable for buy. I want to see the, the hardware that is going to be uh, sold as accessories because right now there is none. How are you going to expand uh, your uh, PC that is going to have a PC Express card? That's actually uh, also, 4090 yeah. NVIDIA that is going to run no, on ARM. Actually, I think that they're going to go in a completely different route, not uh, in the route of uh, graphic cards. I'm talking about expandability, everything minus that. Uh, because for a larger productions where a lot of these machines are aimed, Mac Pro, I'm talking about that one right now, uh, uh, those machines are lacking USB ports, for example. Okay. You can imagine having those Sonnet quad port, eight port USB cards in for connectivity to various devices, uh, from cameras to sound cards to controllers to whatnots. I think that they're going to go there first, and I don't think that Grab GPU support from third-party vendors is going to come anytime soon on that. But everything else, yes. But- uh, considering your rent on the currently available motherboards, do you think it's said that uh, production-ready, extremely expensive machine uh, lacks uh, basic support for uh, connectivity? Yes, of course. It's uh, following. Uh, this is uh, a next rent that we're going to discuss in this episode. Because this one, this one is uh, ten times more expensive than the things that we were talking about. Yes, and it still lacks ports. Not only lacks ports, it has less ports than the 10 times uh, cheaper uh, models that we were talking about. And do you expect that the, okay, not talking about the laptops now, but talking about the desktops. Do you expect that they're going to go with the expansion cards that are going to have additional ARM processors on them? Because this is this is something that can be done. Okay, it can easily be done. This is something that VMware does for a variety of offloads uh, in on the PC market, on general PC market right now, in the latest revision of uh, their hypervisor. It's something that has a big future. And they do have controllers with various types of, uh, you know, chips, let's call them, just that for the purpose of this discussion for it. So, yeah, it's not impossible for various types of acceleration. For, for example, I don't know, AI cards or something like that. They might. They but might uh, even, even for the general purpose cards? Mm, I don't know. Why, why, why not uh, just put another M2 Max uh, in your uh, MacBook Pro, uh, Mac Pro and then uh, get additional cores, additional uh, power to do some tasks? Because I would be surprised if they don't, intru- if they don't introduce uh, PCI Express cards compatible with that uh, Mac Pro, new one that's going to come out, not uh, at release date, but afterwards, of course, that is, uh, that's related to networking, something like 25G, etc. because these machines are born to do video, audio, event production, stuff like that. And for that, the the, the 10G card uh, is uh, becoming uh, actually, uh, you know, irrelevant and doesn't have enough bandwidth, especially with the proliferation of new NDI and all of those new protocols for video. 
what I miss is the uh, ability to do uh, cross architecture things uh, like we used to uh, be able to do in the 80s and 90s because I could imagine having a, a PC card that is Intel based or sorry, the PC card for the Intel based PCs mm -hmm. that gives you the ability to get uh, M2 Max on it. This would be a nice thing. We to want have. ASIC FPGA approach to yes, it or yes, direct yes. support. Yeah. Why not? This is what computing is uh, uh, about a, nowadays. Yes. Yes, because it it could be done. It uh, there is no reason for it not to be done, other than Apple not. Uh, it's the ecosystem thing, blocking into ecosystem thing. Yes, and honest. and I think that the problem also the problem is that people, to be completely honest, have uh, no way of even uh, utilizing what they have in their computers right now, because hmm. uh, I would say that. People who are able to completely utilize, I don't know, the 13th generation of the Intel chips, uh, we are considering them bad or uh, the last generation that is good. Uh, but I think that people who can, who can actually utilize the chip to its fullest are... Exception to ex rule. Not right. only exception to the rule. I think that even they are exception to the exception to the rule. I agree. And uh, even, you know, even if, if I'm trying to do it, uh, when I'm doing video editing, etc., it's just not happening. So it's just for a small amount of time, etc. So I'm I'm with you on that point. You're correct. Also, also new games uh, can try to do it, but even the games have a problem because they cannot rely uh, on running on the latest generation of Intel chips. So they licensing need to... reasons and whatnot. Still? No, no, no. Just because if you create your game so that it runs uh, correctly on the latest generation of the Intel chips. You're going to leave out a lot of the market uh, of, of, all the of, of, all the, of all the chips and all that the can be solved. That can be solved, but this is something that is a big problem. Yeah, because if you want to write for the Intel, you need to write for Windows 11. You need to write for the spe special things that uh, third generation has, so different mm -hmm. uh, kinds of cores and so on. And this is something that people are not going to do simply because they don't want to leave the older games or the, or the older PCs behind. You th you think that that might also be one of the reasons why people are not moving towards newer computers uh, with respect to one of the previous episodes that we did? I think that uh, by the end of this year, people are, are be be going to be completely confused what to buy. They're going to get... Uh, I don't think that Intel is going to uh, get the 14 generations out uh, before the end of the year, but it could happen. Yeah, rumors. Rumors, yes, but it could happen. The rumors also state that it, they're going to be a hell of a lot faster than these these the 13. They always do. Uh, X86S uh, is going to make an appearance mm -hmm. because it is on the market, but uh, they require just a technology demo of it. So this is going to be a chip. Uh, new ARM chips are going to uh, appear as M3s, probably. More next uh, year, but yeah. Okay. Uh, you are going to get um, newer chips that are based on the old Intel uh, mm -hmm. architecture. So suddenly in the PC world, you're going to have three different architectures to choose from. That's actually four. RISC-V is making an appearance as well. And you can actually go to Amazon and buy like Raspberry Pi type of devices with the RISC-V architecture. And it, is, it is becoming much, much more popular as we, as we talk about it. You know? Since this tangent uh, went completely away from the Apple Apple devices. It's not. Do you think that Intel is going to buy uh, into ARM or RISC-V and try to uh, combine Intel the... already bought into RISC-V. They made a significant investment into it. That's a well-known fact. It was publicized. In terms of ARM, I read an article that ARM is basically courting Intel to uh, invest. And, and I'm not a good predictor for the future, but in my 
very humble opinion into Intel would be crazy not to buy into arm I think that I think that the arm is probably the only corporation uh, that exists on the market today that is uh, dealing with all the different uh, manufacturers and creating products for all of them now, my, my standpoint for that is purely business reasons I understand yeah, yes they have this. to because they don't have a comparable in technology yeah and it's not only that it's about shielding themselves from everybody else especially Nvidia yes because but they're the only political ones, moves but also they are the only ones that don't have the technology Mm -hmm. They have the people that are able to expand the technology, but they don't have, don't have the base technology for the arm, and they are unable to uh, quickly uh, come up to terms with what the Risk Five and the arm are doing. So they need to uh, redevelop the existing technologies from different uh, other uh, companies, and I think that they are going to go with arm because arm is much no, more mature. They are going to play everything. They are going to go with arm and Risk Five. They are only doing it. So uh, you are suddenly going to be a consumer that are going to, that are, you, that are going to choose between Windows 10, Windows 11, Windows 12, probably uh, four or five architectures. And welcome uh, to the 80s. Yes, and you are going. Everybody is going to say that they are compatible with everything else. Uh, unlike the 80s. Yes. Thank you for that mention. <laughs> uh, I think that Apple, uh, to their credit, again, uh, really. Uh, showed the world what can be done when you s switch from one CPU architecture to another with Rosetta's twice. Yes, already. and they are doing it uh, right now with uh, there is an architecture called uh, I think it's ARM sixty four EC or ES. I'm not completely sure. Okay, uh, that is um, uh, basically promising that you are going to be able to run uh, x eighty six code mm -hmm. inside your ARM processor. And then uh, as your libraries uh, become native, so as your libraries become native code for the ARM, the system is going to be able to detect those libraries and then use the native code instead of uh, x86 code. So they're going to be mixed. Basically Rosetta. Yes, but uh, on the harder level. Even better. So it is going to be, it is going to be fun to see, but, uh, but any, anyways. Rosetta in the, in the M chips right yes. now is incredibly good. In terms of speed, it's it's unbelievably good. Yes, but what 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 bothers me? Uh, I think that we have come to a point when we are going to lose the general purpose PCs. You're going to be buying uh, tools. You're going to be buying uh, cheap PCs for everyday use, uh, cheap laptops for everyday use, uh, more expensive laptops for whatever purpose you need them for. So you're going to be ending up with uh, different things that are going to be specific tools welcome to the 80s again and 70s yes but we are not dealing with pong here that, that's too bad actually in a way for, from this from the perspective of this discussion but yeah okay so okay, going back going going back to yeah we're doing a good job of going back and circling around you know the, the drain because that's what it is there are two more things that uh from my standpoint and you can freely add if you have any more so I mentioned that the pricing structure doesn't make sense. The GPU number, which you mentioned, also at times doesn't make sense because it's not explained well enough. Okay. Why? Why would somebody buy, a, I don't know, a 30-core uh, GPU on or what uh, does M2 it Max mean? or what does it do and how does it do it? Uh, what Whatever it's doing. The SSD thing pisses me off to no end, which is normal. I think. Okay, but uh, iCloud needs to sell, so... Yeah, <laughs> that's true there as well. Memory thing is confusing for a lot of people because, uh, and this is where your 
uh, earlier rant about my lack of uh, some kind of, a, let's say, reference point comes to play. I think most people will still say eight gigabytes. Hmm, that doesn't sound like a lot, general people. And I expect uh, a lot of different manufacturers on the Intel side are going to say, oh, your uh, laptop shouldn't ever have uh, less than six like gigabytes. Like yeah. Yes. Okay, because I mean, some of the next generations of AMD and Intel are going to do the same thing. It's pretty straightforward. We already talked about that. That's the future of the chips at this time. Uh, and not a very far future, very near future. But then we come to, even if we discount the, the thing about memory, so we have 8, 16, 24 gigabyte models, 32 gigabyte models, 96, 64. It's like five, six different models, depending on which chip you have, which version of the chip, and then combine that with CPU, GPU, it becomes a completely wild off the rails matrix. That's that we covered. The next uh, thing that pisses me off to no end, and this brings us back to our laptop episode, which was, again, very, very uh, popular with our listeners, which is the ports. For the life of me, and I, I'm sure I'm not the only one uh, who thinks this way, I do not understand a laptop that has two ports, two USB ports to be concrete, and even more to the point to Thunderbolt or USB Ford ports. What a hell kind of uh, use case for that exists if you don't have at least one Thunderbolt hub? Please enlighten me. Uh, and Thunderbolt hubs are very cheap. First, uh, Mac is never going to provide you with the cable connected uh, keyboard. They are never going to provide you with the mouse, uh, mouse uh, that is going to be cable connected. Uh, so basically you're saying they don't need as many ports. So what they are saying that they have eliminated from their point of view, the need for you to have a port that is going to connect keyboard and mouse to your computer. That's okay. Since they have the internal uh, transceiver that is using the Bluetooth, Bluetooth so yeah. basically they are, uh, they solved that problem. Most of the users don't require another uh, USB port. They require the port usually for the mouse and keyboard, for some sort of a presenter probably, and what else do you need? The additional USB disc, stick. USB stick, and that's it. USB disc. Okay, but not all the time. Camera. Please uh, don't say that you have camera in the laptop because they are not exactly very good. They are okay, but okay-ish, but... You have your avatar. <laughs> I have the avatar, yes. Yes, you that's have the avatar. Yes. That's a W. Yes, yes. Yeah. But awesome. the, the, the thing that they included is the headphone port, port which is okay. Some models. Some models. And this is also completely a complete mystery to me. I think that uh, uh, MacBook Airs, I don't think that they have headphone ports. I'm going to check you. Uh, I don't think they have. I don't think they have. Uh, mm. No, they have. Okay. That's a big W. But I think that this is one of those things that they uh, realize that people need. Because No SDXC ports on MacBook Airs. Okay. I can understand this because they... The no MacSafe. Uh, okay, no MagSafe is something that they completely they don't understand. On the other hand, uh, I like the, what Excel did to your table. This is not the Excel. No, 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 the Excel table that you have, you have MagSafe 8 there. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, 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 uh, it's ascending. Yeah, yes, I know. Yes, I, I noticed it as well. So just to kind of cure the problem of your OCD, here you go. Okay, thank you. Uh, but anyways, they, I think that the ports don't bother me as much. 
Oh, they do. The ports don't bother me as much because if you are a nice, uh, law-abiding uh, Apple user, you are going to you are <laughs> going laws, to, of course, stated by Apple. Yes, you are yeah, going to buy yourself a Thunderbolt, a six hundred, seven hundred dollar Thunderbolt uh, hub? Uh, hub, and then you are going to have everything that you need. This is going to be just a fraction of the of the money, and that's going to be it. Two things. First thing is, and and one one more thing: Does Apple offer uh, external USB uh, discs? Apple directly doesn't have them, I think. So they don't exist. From the oh, point, uh, from the oh, point uh, of Apple, they don't oh, exist. Oh yeah, that's uh, Apple alternative reality. Yes, AAR. Yes, Kickass. So okay, whatever you buy from Apple, this is going to be able to connect to the. That is the thing that exists. Thing? Everything yes. else is not existing. It is just a background noise for the uh, stack. Yes, <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you very much. For that. Made me laugh. Okay, so two things. Uh, I touched on the topic of, of uh, Thunderbolt USB 4 ports. We may disagree here, and that's perfectly fine. But coming back to something that you said earlier, or kind of like hinted, basically MacBook Air is the general device for general user. And that's a continuation of the idea of, let's say, Ultrabook type of idea that we have on a piece market, and we had it for many, many years, which is fine. But MacBook Pro, basically in their own uh, kind of like division of labor between the models, is more, uh, not all of the models, but it has a pro in the names for a reason. So it's more aimed at professionals. From that standpoint, a professional is not going to be happy with two Thunderbolt ports. I'm not done. There is there is much worse. Uh, I'm going to just, just quickly, quickly stop you there and you can continue. Uh, but what is the difference between MacBook Pro M213 that you're just right pointing now, now, and the MacBook Air 13 M2 that has the exact same uh, specification, the exact same number of Thunderbolt ports, the case? Yes, and a bigger battery probably, because the case is a little bit bigger. The pros usually have a little bit of a bigger battery. So you, you buy a hundred dollar uh, battery, okay. And a little bit more aluminum. A little okay. bit more cooling space, basically, because okay. they are uh, they are they are uh, actually cold or passively no, cooled. No, a vast majority of them, I think, are. St uh, I know for a fact cooled. that they are still passively cooled. I think some of the models, like the Maxes or something, do have some active cooling, but not really. As long like as they don't change color when uh, when uh, running, that's okay. Yes, you love LEDs, just like me, LED. No, no, no. I'm I'm referring to the part when the MacBook Pros uh, were white, and then when while you were using it, they turned uh, yellowish because of the temperature. I have a uh, yeah because of <laughs> yes. temperature. Yes. Are, are you talking about Asia's way of thinking about it, or no, no, no? This this, this is the this is the actual problem with the yeah, MacBook Pros uh, because let's let's try to be completely honest here. Apple is not different, but uh, no different but, uh, than any other uh, manufacturer of uh, devices. Yes, they are. Other than having much better quality assurance for most most part of it, they have some, I would call them questionable design decisions sometimes. Like keyboards on their laptops. Like keyboards, like uh, the number of ports, like the... Oh, so you agree with me all of a sudden. I'm, but all the other uh, manufacturer of all the other uh, laptops did this. So they are not the only ones. They are not going to be the edge cases. The thing that uh, is actually they just brought it to extreme. Yes, but uh, what what uh, was uh, actually surprising to me is that the headphones went away and then came back because of the very big, very very big user backlash. Yes, but this makes them uh, a normal device manufacturer. 
No, it doesn't. But okay, I understand what you want to say. At least it's in good. modern times, yes, you're yes. correct. Okay, so uh, you were uh, mentioning half joking, jokingly, but still not not very far from reality. Uh, uh, in Apple religion, if you call it that way, you buy a Thunderbolt hub, six, seven, six or seven hundred dollars, and you're happy. I have a selection of Thunderbolt hubs at home, as I'm sure you know. I practically have all of them that came out on the market uh, with price tag, let's say two hundred dollars uh, plus. Belkin, U Green, uh, OWC, multiple. And and the others, yeah. So I spend a lot of money on that. And lately, when I'm I'm when I'm doing some uh, stuff related to music production, I'm having quite a bit of problems with those because, as I'm sure you know, and it's no news to you, USB hubs do not work. They are not a perfect technology. And I'm talking about a situation in which I have a very expensive OWC Thunderbolt hub with a very big external adapter very very big external adapter 100 watts plus when i power it on and connect to my macbook sometimes my hard drives and i connect two or three hard drives to it because internal space you know uh, sometimes they start losing connectivity and then they start having it again basically it's a power problem it doesn't have enough uh, power on the usb ports i'm usually not using any kind of you know display port hdmi ports on those thunderbolt adapters at all because i don't need them and it's useless basically as well but this is heavily reminiscent of what we had in the pc world when people started buying passive usb hubs in that use case these sorts of problems were come very common but for powered, very expensive Thunderbolt 3 hub to have these problems is unacceptable. Hence my reason why I said that having, let's say, three Thunderbolt ports is not enough. And it's not. Uh, I would go I would go with another thing. Uh, what bothers me is that sometimes, and this is a lot of times, mm -hmm. the problem with the hubs, not only Thunderbolt hubs, also OSB hubs, comes down to the cables. Because the cables, especially in the PC... I'm using was, your cable. Yeah, yes, I know, but... Uh, the you, very cheap Apple cable. Yes, but the, the, the very cheap Apple cable is basically more expensive than your hub. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is an anomaly. Uh, normally in the PC world, the cables are complete disaster. Yes, they are. And then people try to understand what is happening. And uh, I have seen I have seen a lot of uh, times that uh, when you put your mobile phone near your uh, hard drive, mm -hmm. suddenly your hard drive disconnects when somebody calls you because of the shielding and because of the cables and everything else. We so, had a problem with recording uh, some of the episodes of our podcast with some uh, not so good USB cables. So yes, it's a very, hence the reason why I started only buying Thunderbolt cables because they can withstand anything. But the, I think that the, I'm not going to call additional ports and the problems with the uh, number of ports on the MacBooks uh, something that I would be especially uh, angry at or uh, ranting about because they are not intended to do so. You are intended to, the idea is for you to have your own workspace at home. You buy an uh, awfully expensive uh, Thunderbolt dock. You get everything on that Thunderbolt dock connected. You have your own disks, your uh, whatever it's called, uh, display from Apple. Your display is going to be as expensive as your PC, uh, as your, your laptop, uh, laptop mm -hmm. or even more. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is going to be your workstation. And then when you take your laptop, you're going to take just the bare essentials with you because you don't need the workstation when you're traveling. 
So you're not going to take everything with you. You're just going to take probably a USB stick or something, and you're going to be a power user since you are uh, you belong to the church of the Apple. So you're going to buy your iCloud subscription. You're, getting, you're going to get your all your uh, files to the iCloud, and this is going to be it. So once you're in the ecosystem, you can work without having too many uh, things connected to your uh, to your laptop. So you're uh, harping on the topic of cloud, just like you did in one of the pre previous episodes, because cloud is convenient for you. That's what it's, you're it's saying. not convenient for me, but it's uh, no, it is. Uh, okay, it's not convenient in a way that uh, Apple is pushing it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's convenience. Some of the things that cloud can do are convenient. Okay, great. Some of them are not. Uh, some of the applications don't completely miss the point of how the cloud should work. Mm -hmm. Uh, hint uh, Adobe, hint uh, all, almost all the games on the PC because they're able to use the cloud to stay, uh, save the game and then uh, they're completely unable to do so. But uh, the cloud itself is just one part of the system and Apple is including it in the, in the equation when they're designing the laptops. They don't care about you not uh, hating the uh, iCloud. You shouldn't be hating the things but that Apple is going uh, to put on the market. I don't hate iCloud, I just don't use it. But Which, you shouldn't okay. be not using Apple's uh, approved technology. Thank you, preacher. <laughs> yes, this, this this is the thing. I have I have a, I know a guy on Twitter who is uh, completely insane about uh, talking only about Apple, and uh, basically this is him. You shouldn't be uh, saying bad things about Apple. You shouldn't be. You are my not, preacher, preacher teacher. Huh? You shouldn't be not using the technology that Apple provided. Apple mm -hmm. is good. Use mm -hmm. the Apple technologies. Good. Apple good. Everybody else bad. No, 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 Apple good. None of it down the other side. It exists, yeah, that's, that's good. And the, so the, the port uh, discussion out of the way, there is one more thing related. <laughs> it's again port, but not Thunderbolt USB. It's the HDMI thing. So previous generation of, the, of, of MacBooks had four Thunderbolt ports. I have one of those. It's actually right there on the desk. And then they uh, removed one of the ports and uh, brought back the HDMI port. There are two really big questions there. Question number one, who in his right mind removes the HDMI port from a laptop? Okay. Ever, ever, not a discussion that needs to be had, I think. And the second question is, although you could take a look at the architecture of uh, those M2 chips, maybe it's true, maybe it's not, uh, but replacing a Thunderbolt port with HDMI port makes a lot of people not happy, which I think is also reasonable, especially when you talk about the price tags, you know, two plus thousand dollars of laptops. I'm just going to throw a quick wrench in your wheels and just going to go. Please do. Go, yes. And do a wheelie. Uh, because I wanted to see something. Basically, what I wanted to see is are uh, Max, uh, and I'm talking about laptops, able to be powered by the uh, Thunderbolt port. Yes, they are. For I, years now. I'm not so completely sure when looking at the official documentation. Because it doesn't state it. Uh, Do you want to hear the most insane thing? Sorry for stopping you, because this is completely crazy. So the sound card that I have right there. So yes. Universal Audio Apollo X4. Okay. It is able to provide power to the MacBook and keep it not charging up, but keep it almost steady. 
Okay. Uh, basically diminishing the amount um, of uh, battery drain as the laptop is being used. So it's not really charging it per se, but it's significantly enhancing the battery life, which was very unexpected because I have, I'm sure you know, this I have is an, the, the a gazillion of these. This cards. is an Intel-based. Hmm? This is an Intel-based. Uh, uh, this is an Intel-based one, but I have. Because what I can see on the on the official pages, it says that uh, USB-C charge cable or display that provides power can charge your uh, MacBook Pro, introduced in 2016 and later. And it says that you can use MagSafe 3 cable to connect your uh, charge. Uh, your ch you can connect, charge the uh, mm -hmm. MacBook, but it doesn't say anything about using a Thunderbolt port. It doesn't mention the Thunderbolt so, port. So basically, worse a couple of steps back again. Yes, because I would expect that I, if I have no, a Thunderbolt actually, port, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a step back. It can be. You can treat this as a step forward. Because that means that the Thunderbolt port is freed from the purpose of being connected to a adapter, because a lot of people do not want to spend six seven hundred dollars on a Thunderbolt hub. But if I you, spend, you understand I, what I want to I say? Did the mister, if I did spend my six hundred dollars on the Thunderbolt dock, mm -hmm. I uh, wanted to charge I, my laptop. I want to be able to use a single cable to do all the charging and every, all the connections. Still, it frees you one Thunderbolt port, which is not necessarily bad. But from the user's perspective, uh, what I like to do is I like to have my laptop in my uh, backpack. I want to just take the laptop out, connect the single uh, cable to it, and then no, use I, it I'm for completely with you. But else. And my Mac charger should be staying at my backpack because I don't need it if I have a single Thunderbolt or USB, apparent USB-C no, port. I'm with you. I'm just pointing out that there might be some advantages to that as well. It doesn't ne necessarily have to be just universally bad. But I want to. I want decision. somebody with uh, with a MacBook Pro uh, to, ch uh, to check this for me because I want to know if the MacBook Pro that is powered by the M chips uh, is able to be powered by Thunderbolt. Mm -hmm. um, I'm long used uh, used to uh, marketing. Uh, let's call them uh, uh, bending the truth and bending the, the facts. So uh, I see that they're uh, talking about connections. They're talking, talk uh, uh, they're talking about Thunderbolt ports and so on and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. And specifically, they're not mentioning anything, but I see when it says that it's talking about Thunderbolt 4 cable, it says you can also connect USB-C charge cable to charge your laptop, but not for Thunderbolt 4, uh, 4 or 3. That would be definitely insane. And this is this is one of those things that would make sense to me. I want to I want to be able to use a single cable. Mm -hmm. uh, Apple is all about being uh, elegant and uh, <laughs> and uh, looking nice. I want to be used, uh, able to use a single cable to. You want to, to my... look nice. No, I want my laptop to look nice. Mm -hmm. If I spend that much that amount of money, I want it to look nice. Okay, I get it. I don't want a smart a smart uh, car. Mm -hmm. If I'm buying this, I want a car that actually looks nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, you should always want a car that looks nice, but that's that's beside the point. Let's not go into into this. But okay, I'm going to be fine with my car. What, what? In a couple of years, you're going to have Apple cars, so you can buy your favorite car because you're an Apple fanboy. I'm just going to wait for the uh, MacBook Air to come to the point where it costs, let's say, three hundred dollars, and then I'm going to buy it uh, refurbished. Refurbished, yeah. Nice. Yes, because it is going. To, it is going to be an amazing device when refurbished. Yeah, M1 Plus are very capable devices. So it is going to be an amazing device in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. I'm, I can completely see you changing that Lenovo 
that you paid for, I don't know, 200 euros with the M1 MacBook. Now they're still going to pay you 200 euros. 200 euros, yes. Yeah. As yes. we stated in our uh, refurbished hardware episode, we are firm believers of that. Nothing wrong with it. Yes. Okay, uh, let's... Actually, actually, I almost bought um, from our friend who is yes. here for the conference that we have these days. Uh, I almost bought uh, a used M1 or M2, but they were hell of a expensive they were too expensive this used the, ones yes this is the problem i'm waiting i'm just waiting for the next generation of the you're always e waiting for the next generation yeah so so i can buy the first generation for on cheap and that, that's it yeah that's the reason why i didn't want to buy the m1 i didn't want to buy the first generation i want to see how it fares out and i was i it was, was uh, very very well when it came to m1 i wanted to buy the first generation uh, you did see, yes and i was i was the i bought it before you Yes, you did. And, and the and reason I gave you a very nice present for that. Yes, but uh, the idea was to, for me to see how it works. It works well. I think it works amazingly. Yeah. So, so I think it's an amazing machine. Let's let's not uh, not beat around the bush. Uh, it's an amazing machine, but it is too expensive here. And I think that uh, based on everything that we said about expendability and everything else, it is still too expensive compared to uh, USB-C or uh, new new-ish uh, Intel-based PC. So uh, my only real problem, uh, actually, with the latest generation, which it, uh, so I'm going to stand on that hill forever, uh, for what I'm about to say, I can live with the idea of uh, the amount of uh, so the laptop with the CPU soldiered in on the motherboard with certain amount of memory. I can live with that because I can make an informed decision of how much memory I have, even without the reference point, I can kind of try to guess and read some articles and whatnot, just trying to be an average user here. But the, the idea of integrated batteries is a little bit, you know, messed up for me, always has been in mobile phones as well. But what is a really big problem for me is the fact that most manufacturers are actually removing any kind of expendability in terms of the disk sizes. Here is the, the standpoint of me going kind of against the idea of cloud, not because I don't like cloud. I like having the, you know, uh, PCI Express for 7,000 megabytes per second local device versus a device that's limited by the speed of the network or something like that. I like to have that locally. And you like that as well because you have more than a few laptops with multiple M2 ports, so it's not a, something that you are unfamiliar with. I would like to see the MacBooks back with standard SSDs so that they can be expanded. If that happened, uh, I would kind of like, you know, do this for the other things that annoy the hell out of me. Because that would, uh, uh, because of the speed of the devices, and you know, we we said the same thing about the Intel's latest generations of CPUs. You have a wealth of performance there. That would be uh, something that I would really like to see. Uh, going them uh, them going back that route, so that you can kind of like in, get the new uh, or install a new SSD with larger capacity. That would be awesome. Yes, not going to happen, but still, I okay. I'm going to make one more confession before we, with, uh, we wrap everything up. Uh, for me, the laptop is not a device that I work on. It is a device for me to help me when I need to work somewhere else, but my primary device is a desktop. So okay. uh, cloud for me is just a way of synchronizing things between my laptop and my desktop, so I can actually continue working on the desktop. Mm -hmm. So 
256 uh, gigs of uh, SSD is completely okay for me because I'm not going to play games. I'm not, I'm not going to run a Photoshop. I'm not going to run anything that even remotely requires uh, enormous amounts of uh, storage. Maybe, and just maybe, the only thing that I can remember, uh, that I can think of that could be a problem would be things like uh, uh, doing audio production and audio recording because then you need a huge amount of storage and you need something to connect or to. Or video, even worse. Uh, audio, but you need uh, two connections, one to the storage and one to the device that is going to convert whatever something you, to something. something, to something. Mm -hmm. So you are going to be uh, running low on ports. But mm -hmm. other than this, a laptop is just a device that I need to take with me to be able to, I don't know, look at text right now, and then I'm going to close it. Uh, whatever I need, I'm going to save it to my Dropbox, and then it is going to be wait, uh, waiting and ready uh, when I come home. Okay. Your use case is a little bit different. I use cloud just like you do, so no difference whatsoever. But I still like having the capability to, for example, have a couple of virtual machines on my laptop. For that, you kind of need space. Some ISO files at times. And there are some uh, bits and pieces for our production that I keep on my laptop because I kind of need to have them. Okay, okay. Just, it is what it is. You know? uh, for, um, on the other hand, this laptop is capable of having two NVMe drives and one SSD drive at mm -hmm. the same time. So I can, yes. th theoretically, I can put more than 10 ter terabytes of uh, storage in it. But yeah, Two sabers and there you go. Yes. Uh, so, but, terabytes. You know. Yes. So, uh, so it's another thing. But as I said, I'm not, this is not my usage case. Mm -hmm. This is the reason why I can have multiple laptops because I don't care about what on the laptop uh, is on the laptop. I have my tools there, and whatever I'm wor working on is going to be copied to my desktop, and then I'm going to finish it there. Okay, so before we wrap this up, just to ask you a question, and I'm going to answer the same one: Which one would you buy? Do you do you know enough to make a decision? Uh, as I said in the beginning, the base model of the MacBook Air M1. Still, I don't see the reason. To spend forty percent more for but uh, M2 is just hundred dollars more, or are you talking about fifteen inch? No, fifteen inch. Uh, no, M1 I'm talking about uh, thirty-one M2 because uh, number of oh, CPU. This yes, so free. Yeah, uh, just getting the one that has one GPU core more. I think okay. this is a typo. This is a typo. And doubled SSD. It's not. It's, no, no, it no, is no, seven cores. No double SSD. It has the same SSD. Um, we are talking about the first two. So the SSD is the no, same. No, it's, it's not. It's not the typo. I quadruple so, check that. So, so uh, for a hundred dollars more, I get a mm -hmm. single GPU core. Mm -hmm. And what else? Twelve percent, fifteen percent more. Uh, uh, no, no, no. You need this is to... MacBook Pro. No, no, no. Okay, keep, but keep on talking. I'm uh, gonna so, find it. There so, we go. So seven cores, and uh, the the uh, specification is almost exactly the same. Yeah. I'm not using anything that uh, would uh, enable me to use or to provide me with anything that would uh, explain why would I pay 40% more for a device that is not going to be utilized. So mm -hmm. one, uh, 1399 for the MacBook Air uh, M2, 999 for MacBook M1, and this device is going to behave exactly the same for me. So. No reason to buy uh, to buy into a more expensive device. The battery is not going to be better. I'm not getting any more ports. I'm not getting any more memory. The chips are going to be almost exactly the same. So what? I'm buying for uh, a little bit of SSD. Okay, uh, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. I'm, I'm going to play the, the role of not the average user. Okay. So let's say I'm an advanced user. Okay. 
Okay, so let's go. I'm, I'm going to call. Stop, I'm going to stop you and call uh, MacBook Pro uh, M214. No, I have no idea. I I would I would put you into uh, MacBook Pro uh, M2 Pro 14 uh, for 24.99. Uh, here here is the thing. I absolutely, under no circumstance, am ever going to buy a 14-inch laptop from okay. anybody. Okay. So for me, the only real options are always going to be either 13 or 16. And I'm more lean when we're talking about the MacBooks. I always lean towards the bigger screens. There is a reason for that. So screen real estate is important for yes, me. Yes, we are getting older, so we need bigger, bigger. It's not that. I have the highest resolution on them, so it's not that. It's it's about the screen real estate. So my starting point for the, that discussion would probably be 16-inch M2, uh, M2 Pro, which is uh, $24.99 in the US. Yes. Uh, which uh, has 512 SSD, which is nowhere near enough for me. I need at least terabyte, and nowadays even two, unless I want to carry additional uh, external NVMe SSDs for samples and whatnot. You have a colleague at work who yes. takes that to extremes, so you know what I'm talking about. So basically, I don't know, maybe even M2 Pro 16 for $26.99 would be my starting point for discussion. Realistically, I'm not trying to kind of like, uh, uh, you know, be difficult here, but it's very confusing for me. I have no idea. But realistically, for that amount of money, you can buy a couple of, uh, a couple of ThinkPads. I mean, these ones or new ones? Uh, I'm talking about newish ones. This is a P50. You can probably buy a P52 with additional RAM, so you can NVIDIA card. Uh, you 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 can mm -hmm. get a discrete card, and you can get a pretty decent workstation for this amount of money. I know. Um, actually, I think it would still be a little bit of money on the table. Yes, yes. You probably can just uh, jump on the plane, go to the States, buy this uh, used laptop mm. in the States, and then uh, come back and you're going to still be with some money left. Yeah, that's actually still something that, that yes. we are able to do. Okay. Okay, so let, let's wrap this thing up. You mm -hmm. have no idea what to buy. I want to buy the cheapest one, the simplest one, and the base model one. Mm -hmm. And... This is something that I said in the beginning, so you didn't persuade me to buy a more expensive Apple laptop. I didn't even try to do that. Uh, nobody's trying to do this, and this is one of the biggest problems that uh, Apple uh, right now has. It is hella confusing for me, sorry. Yes, they have no... Uh, I think that the problem is that they are completely into brand brand marketing, uh, creating an image and so on and so on and so on, but they That's forgot... What they are. They forgot that people need to buy the devices and they need some sort of advice on buying the devices. Uh, and they are not giving it. Okay. Okay. So let's wrap this thing up. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Until then, I'm Vedran. You're Vedran, really? Yes. <laughs> okay. Switching <laughs> names now. <laughs> Just okay. checking if you're, uh, if you're paying attention. Oh, yes, I am. Okay, so I'm Yasmin, and I was Yasmin. I'm going to be Yasmin. He's going to be Vedran. Uh, and he's going to be Vedran. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.